0: Welcome you're listening to a sermon podcast from Oak Hills Church in Folsom, California. Well good morning. Some energy after Christmas here. So work surprising but uh, but uh, but much appreciated. much appreciated. Um, so it's the last Sunday of the year here at Oak Hills and so, uh, it's good to be together with you all. Hopefully, everybody got everything they wanted for Christmas. Yeah, they're good. They, yeah, thank you. Somebody, somebody did. At least one person did. Uh, if you're visiting with us here at Oak Hills, we're especially glad that you're here. Thanks for uh, taking this time out of, out of your holiday break and vacation to, to be with us uh, as we've gathered to worship Jesus on this the day after Christmas. Uh, just a couple of things to draw your attention to here in the life of our church here at the end of the year. Um, next, well, today there's only one service. Of course, you're all here, and, and hopefully, most of you uh, got here not too early, or you're just walking in for the eleven. But you are here, and this is our one service for today. Next Sunday, it's going we're gonna do it again. So, one service next Sunday, ten o'clock. We'll all be together. Should be a fun time. So, you know, even. If you're visiting from out of town, you're going to want to extend your stay to be with us uh, next Sunday. Uh, so it'll be a, it'll be a fun time. Also, again, this is the end of the year. As always, uh, just a note for your year-end giving. It needs to be in the office by the December 31st for your gifts to count for this uh, tax year. Just to just to keep that in mind. And then, uh, finally, as we kick off. Our next year of ministry, uh, we get right out of the gate to host uh, Heart, uh, the uh, Heart Winter Shelter here at our church, which provides shelter and a place uh, for our homeless neighbors here in town. And so we need a ton of help uh, hosting them in a variety of different ways and different works. So if you can, if you can check out the signups, I believe are at the Welcome booth on your way out so swing by check the different needs that we have find uh some space in your schedule to come and be a part of the heart winter schedule uh winter shelter uh here at oak hills um okay well our passage this morning is from psalm uh 33 uh verses 1 through 3 so if uh you would turn in your bibles there with me uh, and then if you would stand with me for the reading of God's word. Psalm 33 says, Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise the Lord with a heart. Make music to him on the ten-string lyre. Sing to him a new song and play skillfully and shout for joy. For the, wor- for the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love this is the word of the lord would you pray with me so father thank you for this reminder that we have reason for joy open our hearts to hear your word this morning in jesus name amen you may be seated this is a it's a great this is a great film obviously it captures uh so much about what we love uh in life uh but it's a great film also because it just, you can learn so many wonderful lessons from it. Uh, I mean, just, just this clip alone. I mean, let this clip sink into your soul and it will alter your life. Like lessons like, uh, you know, don't dress to impress. Dress how you feel. Um, when in doubt, wave back. Asphalt is lava. That's all you need to know. Assume that everyone you meet is Santa, just to be safe. And when life has you running in circles, make a game out of it. Gum is the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) But of course, the most enduring lesson of the film is the one we started with. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. And this movie works because Buddy lives with the excitement of Christmas. There's a lot of different reasons that the idea of, of, of Christmas Day coming gets us excited. Um, but the theory is very simple. Christmas is this day where something really good is going to happen. And what that good is, or what we think that good is, may be different for different people. For some, it may may be the fact that you're going to wake up and you're going to get to open a whole bunch of presents. For others, it may be that you're going to wake up and you're going to get to watch people be really excited as they open a whole bunch of presents. It may be that you're going to get to hang out with people that you love while... They open a whole bunch of presents. Maybe that you get to eat really yummy food. Why you open a whole bunch of presents? For others, it may be watching 12 hours of uninterrupted sports because everybody else in the house is really busy opening up a whole bunch of presents. And as a culture, we actually do a pretty good job at getting each other excited for Christmas, There's a whole industry, like our best minds are at work at getting us excited for Christmas and spreading Christmas cheer. And we have a name, frankly, for this excitement. And it's this thing that Pastor Mike talked about on Christmas Eve. It's this thing called joy. Joy is the excitement that we feel because of something good. And in general, I think it works. I mean, Christmas in general is a really exciting day. It's a day that most of us look forward to. So it's kind of easy to get one another excited about Christmas morning, right? And we love the feeling of Christmas because we love the feeling of joy. Joy has the quality of shining through even in moments of sadness. Some of you had a sad Christmas, and yet still through all of that, there is this thing that persists, this thing that we call joy. You can feel it even when not everything around you is going well. The goodness of the moment of Christmas, it has enough juice to push through even even in sad moments. And so Christmas is a super exciting day, and we love it. The problem with that is that today is the day after Christmas. The day after Christmas always comes with a question. What happened to that feeling I was feeling as we were getting close to yesterday? What happened to the joy that I had yesterday? Which is... You know why there is all this talk even before Christmas about how do we make this feeling that we have at Christmas last all year. How do we make the joy of Christmas be something that we live with all the time? Of course, there's a bunch of different theories about this. Uh, My mom uh, had this insane idea. Every year she tried to sell us on the idea of, uh, you know, Stretching out the feeling of Christmas by let's just open one present a day, right? And we just need one today, and want to, that way the excitement will last longer. I mean, which maybe would have worked. Thankfully, we never actually tried it. But even if it had worked, it would only have worked for as long as we had presents. Eventually, the presents would still run out. Or even if they didn't, by some miracle, you had a never-ending stocking. They would still become routine. There would not be something to anticipate, not be something to get excited about. Another uh, uh, a method or proposal, for extending this feeling of joy of Christmas, is wishing that Christmas that every day would be Christmas. This is a possibility that it was explored by three young boys named Huey, Dewey, and Louie. You might know them by their uncle, the famous Donald Duck. They uh, had his documentary. Um, it's on Disney Plus. Where uh, they had this experiment, Huey, Dewey, and Louie had the experiment of they they wished on a star that every day would be Christmas. And so it's a fascinating study into what would actually happen if every day was Christmas. And uh, so they go, I won't bore you with the details of every day being Christmas. Needless to say, uh, at the end of it all, they learned a lesson about opening the same presents over and over again. Wouldn't be that much fun. Frankly, there was fun in serving others. They did get to that point, but they also realized that the idea of the amount of serving of others that goes on for Christmas Day, it's a terrible amount of work. And definitely not something that you would wish on yourself or anybody else every day, for that matter. I mean, even Buddy the Elf. He's a master at bringing cheer. That's why we can watch his story unfold year after year after year, sometimes even multiple times a year. But if you tried to do it in February, trying to get people excited in February about the fact that Santa is coming, you know, 10 months away, It just doesn't work as well anymore. And it is for all these reasons that eventually we come to accept that Christmas joy, well, Christmas joy really isn't strong enough to last all year. The idea of a day of presents isn't exciting enough to keep us excited all year. That doesn't mean that we can't be joyful all the year. You know why? I'm going to tell you a secret. It's a secret. Christmas didn't invent joy. I know it's a ludicrous, you know, almost, almost blasphemous thing to say. Because these days it feels like we only use the word. We only talk about joy. We only have joy in our songs, in the, you know, whatever, 25, 30, 60 days before December 25th. But the truth of it all is that Christmas did not invent joy. I mean, sometimes we can get this idea that the world was a dark and dreary place. You know, always, you know, always winter, never Christmas, uh, before Christmas. So everybody kind of walked around with this drudgery, you know, in trench coats. They walked around in trench coats, and with this depressed look on their face all the time. Like there was nothing good in the world. Which is why I wanted us to read this psalm today. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise Him. Praise the Lord with a harp. Make music to Him on a ten-string lyre. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. Because tomorrow is... No, it doesn't say that. It says, For the world of, the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. You see, the writer of this psalm is telling everybody to sing joyfully. Sing loud for all to hear. And it's not just in this passage by the way but all over the old testament um you you hear this call to joy and it's not because of christmas because christmas hadn't been invented yet this was hundreds of years before jesus was born even before jesus was born Even before people started giving each other's presents to celebrate his birth. Even before there was this guy in a red suit that ran around and handed out those presents to people. Even before all of that. There was still reason to be joyful. And there was reason to sing about it. And that reason was God. God. The fact that God, the most powerful being in the universe, is good and right and true and faithful and just. The fact that God loves us with an unfailing love. This has always been true. Since the moment that the first human being opened his eyes and understood that he was alive. And it will always be true. And yes, we celebrate Christmas and it brings us joy because it is the day that God gave us the gift of his son and the gift of salvation and all this stuff. But the reason he gave us his son is because of his love for us and goodness and righteousness and faithfulness and justice and all the other good things that God is and always has been. You see, one of the big dangers of getting really super uh, excited about the Christmas presents that our parents give us on Christmas morning is that we kind of take for granted the love that our parents have for us, which is the reason why they gave us those presents on Christmas morning. We might take for granted that we are growing up in a house with parents that actually, believe it or not, love us every day. Even on the days that we don't have a box, wrapped up in colorful paper waiting for us under a tree. I think we do the same with God. But if we would remember that the love that God has for us, that he showed for us in sending Jesus. He's always loved us like that. And he's always showing us that love. He is always acting out of his love for us. Every day. And so, we can live with joy every day. Not because one day a year is the day that we call Christmas. But because every day of every year, God loves us. And is always working to secure what is in our best interest. Just like he did on that day so long ago when he sent us Jesus. And on that other day when... Jesus died for us on the cross and then on that other day when Jesus rose from the dead. Those are very special days. But you see, God is doing stuff like that out of his love for us every day. And if we take the time to see it, if we take the time to notice it, if we have the faith to trust in it through Believe in it. We can live with this overarching sense of good all around us. We can live every day with joy. And here's the thing. Not just us. Not just we can live this way every day. Because, you see, there are people out there who think that there is only one day a year to get excited about. There are people out there who live their life as if Christmas was all there is to be joyful about. And so, for most of the year, they kind of go through life as if there is nothing good happening. We have to wait another 364 days before there's anything to get excited about, which is too bad. Because, of course, they don't have to live that way. And we can help them. We can tell them that there's a reason to be joyful every day because the good God that gave us Christmas, who showed his love for us in sending his son on Christmas to save us, he is still good. And he is still doing good things all the time, every day, out of his great love for us. And so we can live with this joy every day and we can help others by telling them about it. And of course, as Buddy would say, the best way to spread not just Christmas cheer, but everyday cheer, everyday joy, is to sing loud for all to hear, which is how we're going to end our service this morning. So if you would stand with me, take a deep breath, and get ready to sing loud for all to hear